Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast Empowering Female Leaders. I am pleased to welcome Ronelle Naidu, who joins us from South Africa. And Ronelle will share with us a powerful message about mutual support as a game changer. Find out in the next half hour how building up each other can become natural and learn how to leverage this important lever in your professional life. Welcome, Ronelle. Do you want to say a few words about yourself? Thank you, firstly, Eureka, for the invite. Uh, it certainly is an honor and a pleasure, and also a very good evening to your listeners. Um, thank you for this opportunity. I think my life story is quite a simple one. And to tell the listeners a little bit more about myself, I'll just give you uh, a background of from where I was and where did I come from and where I am now and where I plan on going. 19 years ago, my husband and I had taken the decision to move to Johannesburg, which is the chief financial and industrial metropolis of our country, South Africa. It's also known as the city of gold. Needless to say, re relocating to a new province was exciting, but certainly intimidating at the same time. However, we both were very committed to achieving our goals and we were determined to succeed nonetheless. I think I was around 25 at that time. And to really take stock of my life then, I had a diploma in travel and tourism, some, some months of in-service training, which I had conducted at a travel agency in Durban, a few years of retail experience from one of the largest retailer in Southern Africa, which I gained while I was a student and only about 18 months of work experience as an operations manager for a German-based um, vehicle maintenance center, all of which doesn't currently support my current position and, and has nothing to do with what I'm actually doing right now. However, it certainly contributed to my learning and assisted me along the way. I think um, when I arrived in Johannesburg, I managed to secure an interview with a local recruitment agency, which landed me a temp position at our country's leading security company and still is to this day. And when I started there, it was a three month contract. However, it turned out to be a very successful five year journey. It was during this time that I had my first encounter of mutual support in the workplace. And it's actually then that I became more conscious of it. And this is where actually, where my real journey began, Hirike. This is very interesting to hear where your real journey began and mutual support is the topic of today and is a very important thing when it comes to female leadership and to developing women in the workplace in general. Now, what in your opinion are the main challenges that we have when it comes to making this mutual support a reality? I think although laws and policies have attempted to create a more favorable business environment to everyone, the complete transformation is yet to be seen. 
Among the challenges experienced by women are less established business networks, as well as social and traditional constraints that often restrict women's participation in business. That's my opinion. Also, what I find, if you, you if you think about it, some religions even prevent women from owning businesses. There are countries where women uh, may be required to, to even have a male partner to conduct deals or negotiate, or even worse, be the face of their own businesses. Now, regardless of these challenges, the business world is gradually accepting women's abilities and contributions. However, yet women are still struggling and failing in business. It's largely due to the lack of inadequate support structure, I would think, uh, within their own teams, be it whether it is financial resources or even emotional or social support. I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, why is it that majority of women in business lack the confidence to engage in behaviors such as voicing our concerns, defending our positions, and even disagreeing with it with our own teams? It's simply because we lack the support. More importantly, I think we, we, we lack the support from our fellow female leaders or even our fellow female counterparts, not just in the workplace, but I think in life in general too. Yeah, so what you're saying is that the support that we are lacking is, is something that we co-create ourselves as well. Ourselves, I mean, as a woman or a female community, because we have certain behavioral patterns that do that and nobody's satisfied with it, but still it's around there. And you also mentioned that emotional, social and financial support is important. So there are different facets to what is mutual support, actually. It's not just speaking well about each other and helping out. There's much more behind it and it goes certainly also into frameworks and all of that now my question is what would be if we never address the issue of this missing support i think i think the key thing we need to look at is uh what is support what is what do you define as support i think for me mutual support means teamwork uh, that's what i take from it And if I take my own uh, environment, my own industry, which, uh, which is construction, one team member's work overload may result in some fatal consequences. If that team member had received the appropriate support along the way, that outcome would be very different. Meaning that if mutual support is provided, certainly that will provide a safety, safety net to prevent errors, increase the effectiveness and the efficiency, not to mention it will minimize the risk caused by that work overload. And that's just using my environment. Certainly this will be something that will apply to any environment or any industry for that matter. Yeah, real teamwork and not just the one which is on paper, probably the one that we, one where we really feel for each other and we bring up this empathetic effort to see what happens to the other people in our team and uh, the other women which we have around us. So turning the question the other way around, what would be the main benefit, a huge benefit, if you found a solution for bringing this mutual support to life? I think most definitely empowerment, uh, followed by stability, progress, growth, and most of all, shared success. And And success to me is not just about amount of money that you make. I think it's about the difference you make in people's lives. So it can be various aspects in, in your work life, even in your, your own personal life that can be influenced by this. And of course, I think headway, headway in teams will be achieved. 
if you have the necessary support. Thereby, it'll improve productivity, it'll improve the overall behavior of the team, as not to mention also the overall success of the businesses. And needless to say, that will impact on the bottom line. I think in one's personal life, it'll equal to long-term development. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that you could actually take from that. And personally, from my own experience, I think it certainly will heighten one's emotional intelligence as well. When you look into this, these are all benefits which are very important for men and women alike. Um, can you maybe explore a little bit more how would women particularly feel if they felt this mutual support, especially from other women? Naturally, I think women will feel a lot more confident, uh, far less fearful in their own environment, be it in the workplace or even at home on a social level as well. There'll be a level of assertiveness, confidence, reassurance, and certainly stability. Those are those are traits that we actually want to install in women. Yeah, these are the very important traits which we also need to grow in a safe zone, as you said before, and to move forward with our professional life and even with our personal life. What have you already tried? Coming back to your own personal experience, what have you already tried or seen during your whole work life to cover this need of support? I'm actually going to give away my age here because it starts back a while back. Um, I think we all have the aptitude to reach our goals. Sometimes it's just a little nicer if we have a little help along the way. Uh, I certainly found that surrounding myself with strong, determined, light-minded women has not only encouraged me in my journey thus far, but it certainly has kept me motivated. Uh, it's kept me even more resolute and as well as grounded. Um, I find that often sharing my own personal experiences has helped motivate others, particularly the women in my team, and has encouraged them to achieve more, uh, more not just in, 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 in the business world or in the workplace, but also in life personally as well. So that is, that is something that I can see the, the, the fruit of and has actually worked for me. What, what has worked particularly well? Are there a few things which you can share, like maybe a personal story, something where there was this turning point where you said, wow, this is something which changed for me? I think there's three things that stand out for me that has worked well for me over the years. One is certainly having the right role model in life. Two, I would say, is having a tribe that you can count on. And three is choosing the right mentors along the way. I think growing up as a young girl, <clears throat> my mom was my first role model, not just to me, but I think to many women in our family. She was certainly smart, classy, confident, headstrong, ambitious, and she possessed a strong moral compass. Those are traits that assisted her greatly and also which helped her make her which actually helped her in her success, not just in business, but in life itself. I think when she passed, the many tributes that we'd received actually bore testimony of the legacy she created and left behind. I hope and pray that I too will be able to leave a legacy of that impact when, when I do leave one day too. I think growing up as an older woman or moving into my career, I think I found myself gravitating to other strong women, not just in my family, but also in my social circle as well. Um, the two people that actually come to mind is two actually very strong 
cousins or relatives of mine, both of which have been very influential in my life. One is of being a highly well-accomplished woman in the world of banking, and the other an astute business leader. Those two have certainly actually assisted in my growth and have helped me personally. I'm sure you guys were wondering when I said tribe, what do I actually mean by tribe? I think anyone that knows me well enough will know that I have a tribe. Yes, I do. And they are a tribe of note. A tribe to me is not just um, close family members. It's also close friends and colleagues and people in my community. These are often, I think, women that I can actually tend to, uh, that I consider them to be my pillar of strength, my spiritual partners, my go-to people when I need to vent, cry, laugh, have fun with. And even if it means just, you know, sometimes to drink copious amounts of alcohol with, because I mean, we all need to let our hair down at some point. Um, lastly, I think the mentors. Over the last three, uh, 20 years, I've had the privilege of having three mentors to date, all of which were great in their own right. Two of whom were very strong female mentors. Now, they not only supported and encouraged me along the way, but they also helped me improve my knowledge and skills in the workplace. And they were very instrumental in helping me grow as an actual individual. Advancing my career with them, I think, was a logical advantage. And that's what has actually assisted me to getting to where I am actually am right now. At this juncture in my life, even though uh, it's quite far gone and I'm actually much older, I am still looking for another female mentor, preferably a female one, someone that I can reson resonate with, someone that will help me on my next leg of the journey, as I honestly believe that there's so much more that I actually, actually can learn, not just in construction, but actually in the business world itself. You said a few interesting things here around tribe and mentors. I, I would like to come back to both of them. <laughs> um, you said you had three mentors. Um, to understand this a little bit better, because mentorship is something we hear a lot about. And there are obviously systems in place. Some companies have that in their structure. Some outsource that. And some others do like mentorship without doing it officially. How was this with you? Were your mentors, let's say, official? mentors that were uh, kind of given to you or was it something where you said this is a person that inspires me very very much and I would want to learn from that person and and having her or him giving me feedback on my way how did that work for you well out of the three my first mentor was actually a very strong male uh, business owner and I actually adopted him not the other way around I found him to be a very astute uh, business owner and I quite admired him. So it was, it was basically, I, I helped myself to his knowledge and his skills, and I took whatever I could take out of him. And I think he certainly saw it because he still speaks of it to this day, and he definitely encouraged it. So I learned a lot from him. And at that stage, I was actually, as I mentioned, was working for a, a German-based um, maintenance, uh, you know, car lifestyle maintenance, which is predominantly a male industry. So to be in that and running an operation from that, you almost had to think like a guy, you got to act, you had to act like a guy. So there were certain things that I learned quite quickly from him and I admired him for it. Moving along, the other two mentors were also unofficial. However, the second mentor, um, 
she actually took me under her wings. This is whereby I actually spoke about where I joined the company where it was supposed to be a three month contract and ended up being a five year journey. Uh, the reason it turned into a five year journey is exactly that. And not to sound arrogant or pompous or to toot my own horn. She saw the potential in me and she took the initiative to actually uh, mold me you know, in that five years that I was there. And the position that I actually applied for and what I actually had accomplished and what I left with was completely different because she believed that I could do more. I mean, I started in finance and ended up in business management systems, which is chalk and cheese. It's completely different, uh, you know, and they worlds apart. But it was because somebody took the time to invest the energy and effort into, into me. So she was an active mentor who certainly was someone that, um, that as I said, she actually initiated it. The third one uh, was a, a strong female um, consultant to the company that I was actually at. And uh, she poached me. Well, the truth of the matter is that she actually tried to poach me three times. And I was nervous. I was reluctant. Uh, I was scared, but the, the, on the third time, I actually took the leap of faith. And that was when I joined the world of construction and engineering. Often people ask me, how did I actually get onto that field? And that is how I got there. She also took the leap of faith on me because I had no previous experience on construction or, uh, or engineering or any of that sort. And in actual fact, sorry, she was the one that believed in me and she was the one that invested in the training on the personal training as well as the external training and the exposure that i had received then which was 14 years ago is something that no textbook or no project management course or no qualification could even come close to it was on the job training it was hands-on training and there were even times when I said to her, listen, I can't actually do this. And she said, why not? Why are you afraid to? You can actually do anything that you choose to. And she certainly is someone that's still very much in my life. We Things have changed along the way. We've worked uh, um, together. We've worked for each other. We've worked on opposing teams. We've worked on the same team. But we're still very much in contact. And I'm extremely grateful for because in fact i'm grateful for all three of them because had they not taken that leap of faith or had they not taken the time or the energy to invest in me i certainly wouldn't be the well accomplished person that i am today and i certainly wouldn't have been as strong or, or willing to you know to get into things as quickly as i do now as i did i would have done before without having that experience or that exposure so Hence, you know, having a good mentor is, is one of the critical ones for me because I can see it in my personal life, what, what a huge impact and a contribution that has made to my own career. I can see that it made a huge difference for you. And we heard, as I said before, we hear often speak about mentorship. And I think that many people still think it's a luxury thing to have or a nice thing to have. 
um, what, what I can say from my perspective here as well is that even if your company maybe does not uh, have this structure where they provide mentors to you, there's always a possibility to seek out for one because there are quite a lot of external platforms where you can find that. Sometimes it's expensive, I agree. But then there's another way of finding mentors in uh, in this is brings me back to what you said before when you said your tribe. <laughs> So let's dig a little bit deeper into this as well, because there is something in there, I'm pretty sure, that anyone can quite easily apply to their life. When you say that your tribe is important for you, the people who are surrounding you are important for you and make a difference. How did you or how do you build up this tribe? And do you do this consciously? That means to really think about when you meet someone new, for example, if this person is a supportive person to you, do you deliberately um, spend time with people who are supporting you and less time with people who are not supporting you? Or is it something which just uh, comes in more or less uh, spontaneously? How do you manage it? I definitely think I'm conscious of it. Uh, I think I also mentioned that anyone that knows me knows that I preach about a tribe. Uh, I am very conscious of it. Um, I love surrounding myself with people that will not only support me, that I can actually support and that have the same value systems and, you know, that have the same interests or that are on the same level of thinking, you know, people that are going to actually add value to your life. And I'm not just talking about uh, the, the business platform. I'm talking about even on a social level, as well as on uh, in your own community. So my tribe is made out of people, selected people that come from different aspects of my life, be it family, friends, colleagues, old colleagues, old bosses, um, even people at my son's school, uh, as well as, you know, charities that you belong to or that you support to. So you have a common cause. So there's people that you meet and you interact with, and then you start building relationships with them. And then you often find these things that you actually have in common with them. And then you start interacting more and more with them. And they just start forming part of your circle. And for me, that's how they have now formed part of my tribe. And uh, I don't have a small tribe. I have a big tribe. And, uh, and they know it. And I'm, I'm, you know what, it's something that certainly, you know, has helped me along the way, because you can't have a tribe just that is consisting of people from the workplace. And you can't have a tribe that just consists of family, because sometimes you need to vent to the other about other aspects of your life. So you don't necessarily want to do it on the same platform. And often when you have the right people in your tribe, you learn from them you actually are able to engage them. And the people in your tribe are generally people that you are more comfortable with. And uh, that's life. That's all what life is about. It's about learning and growing and sharing experiences so that we have a, you know, a common way forward. This is something which is particularly important in these times where people in many countries are pretty isolated because you can go less out, you can meet with less with other people. So I guess in South Africa, you have a similar situation where there is also some constraints. Um, and I think it is important to go back to that we don't lose our social contacts and especially that we even grow them more and more consciously. There are several studies around the fact that, uh, and they say something, different but in average they say that we are all the average of the 10 people we spend most time with 
So it's very wise to evaluate properly who we spend time with, to not just spend time with people because they are around, because they're sitting next to us in an office, um, because these might not be those who pull us up, yeah, who level up our own profile, our own way of thinking about ourselves. And the tribe building thing is something that gets um, quickly forgotten sometimes by people who are very target driven or very performance driven, who really look into their results and dig into their work and stick to their goals. And they don't look left and they don't look right because they have the feeling I have to move on with my goals and my tasks and forget a bit to socialize maybe around themselves. So what I what I pull together as a little summary, so we're coming already to the end <laughs> uh, as a little summary, the most important point which I have really seen for what, what you said throughout this talk is this surround yourself with the people that empower you and make a deliberate choice about this. Maybe it's even something that you want to relook at regularly and let go of some people who don't support you anymore because maybe you have grown, you have moved on, your opinions changed, maybe your values have shifted somehow and then you need to review a bit who is surrounding you? Are they still the right people for you? This is a brave decision which we can take then here and there when we want to have a tribe that is truly supporting us 100%. Um, the other thing which you said is obviously the point about mentorship and maybe they're looking a bit beyond the traditional kind of mentorship but also going more into the role model piece, finding someone who can be a role model and maybe simply having courage to ask this person if she wants to be a mentor or if he wants to be a mentor, if he wants to help, even if there's no structure set up for that. You can do this in an informal way as well. And maybe you'd be surprised by the, by the answer because it's a very rewarding thing to be a mentor as well. And the other point which I've seen is um, this mutual respect that we just give back what we get and that we look out much more for how we can help each other to grow and just think a bit less about just our growth, our opportunities, because less elbows we use. And if everybody would do that at the same time less, <laughs> suddenly we would leverage quite a lot of positive potential, positive energy and potential out there. So if I ask you now, what is for you the very one thing, if there's just one thing that our audience can take away from this talk, which they can apply in their own life, which they can change in their own life, what would that be? Just one, not three. No <laughs> one. <laughs> um, I think most importantly is show respect, support them, uh, promote self, uh, a sense of self-worth, most of all, give back. Uh, be it whether you're going to be a mentor or whether you're going to find a mentor for yourself. Uh, you know, talk about your own experiences. Sharing experiences really, uh, you know, makes a big difference to a lot of people and it makes people more comfortable. Surround yourself with people that not only empower you to do better, but supports you because you're, after all, you are the company that you keep. Uh, and imagine if all of us decided to actually do this, how much more would we be able to achieve as a community as a whole, leave alone as the world or society? This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? 
let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I'm excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.